The Circle of Knowledge podcast is brought to you by Amplified Minds, helping entrepreneurs and professionals achieve their goals and aspirations by sharing a wealth of knowledge to you, our community of achievers. This podcast features best-selling industry resources, interviews, and the professional panel discussion by the core team at Amplified Minds. Now, here are their discussions. Hey everybody, this is John Kowatch Jr., your host of the Amplified Minds podcast, also known as the Circle of Knowledge. I am pumped and excited and thrilled and really honored to introduce the content today to you. We're gonna have a great conversation with a good friend of ours, a coach, a speaker, and a badass mindset for business coach, Lindsay Strong. And we're gonna talk about some things that have not been talked about on the show today. So I'm going to introduce the topic and her in the next segment. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm super excited to introduce my friend, Lindsay Strong. How are you doing, Lindsay? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing so well. So I'm good. so grateful that you drove all the way up to the Wasatch back of yeah. City. Except for you're up here all the time. I'm up here all the time. Because you have family here or family yes. cabin. And this is my favorite place to go on my talk to myself drives, as Ooh. I call them. Yeah. Okay, before we even introduce <laughs> anything, she just opened up a can of worms here. Talk to us about the talk to yourself drives. Yes, talk to myself drives. So it's like my most favorite thing to do. I just get in my car and I just drive and I just like talk out loud. I use my hands like I'm super expressive and I just like hold nothing back. And I started doing this because I felt like I had a lot of things going on in my head that I didn't feel like I could really express the same way as when I'm speaking to somebody. Right. And so sometimes you just need to talk to yourself to get it all out there. And yeah, so I'll just drive and I'll talk and sometimes it's just rambling and sometimes it's like coming up with some wisdom. And other times, yeah, it's just like me venting about life and random jumbled mess of stuff. But it's just, it's therapeutic. And I think that we don't, give ourselves the space to really understand ourselves so much. Like we're so consumed with other people's thoughts and other people's ideas and all of that, that like you don't really have a bearing on who you are and what you really think. And when nobody else is around to listen, you're totally wrong. And I think there's something to that, to like understanding that if no one else can hear you, there's no like watering down, there's no, like it's all just super authentic. And to understand that your thoughts are like what they are sometimes, you're like, wow, I didn't know I thought that. And so wow. it's, I advise everyone to do it. Okay, quick, it's like, quick question about that. <laughs> yeah. Before we even get into introducing Lindsay and talking about her life, you guys listening, this is, she just opened up with one of the coolest concepts that we want to teach on the show from every one of our listeners. So thank you for saying that. Yes. And thanks for being you because that's amazing. Um, two que- or the question is, is when you have your, your, your self, talk drives Mm -hmm. um do you feel like it's more of a beat down on yourself or more of like an open faucet release of of pressure what what either one of those or is it a different Um, thing i would say it's probably just an open faucet because i don't allow myself to 
talk as if someone's listening. And so it's just like completely raw, completely real. Sometimes it's venting, sometimes it's crying. Sometimes it's like, I, I'm cracking myself up. Like it doesn't matter. It's just like, it's like word vomit. Everything just like comes out. And then you don't have to, like there's no expectation on it, right? And I think that that's where, that's where we filter ourselves so much is like, what is someone else gonna think if I say that? Or like, how can I manipulate the situation with my words? And when there is no one else around, the things you say, you're like, wow, okay. Like, yeah. that's my honest, real, total, true opinion. And it's like, now I know a little bit more about who I am. So, yeah. Well, now we yeah. know a little bit more about Lindsay Strong. Yeah. Before we've even asked her a thing, and um, let's let's give our audience an idea of who you are, what's your upbringing, and tell us a little bit about Lindsay's story. Okay. Um, do you want like the five minute version or like the one minute version? No. <laughs> the long or the short? Give me the give us the version that our 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 listeners want to know. What okay. what has shaped you to become Lindsay today in okay. front of us and on the air? So. I think one of the biggest things that happened for me, I mean, you know, skip the like, I was born in a small town in California, like, you know, but like one of the first real experiences that shaped my life was I had an eating disorder for 10 years and it just taught me, taught me a lot of wrong things, taught me a lot of um, self-judgment, being very critical about myself, doubting myself, um, yeah, just low self-esteem, questioning everything. And that was, now looking back, it's one of those things that I don't consider to be a bad thing. Right. Because I do feel like that has created so much of the foundation for why I'm doing what I'm doing. Because I just don't believe that any, any person, any woman should ever feel the type of feelings that I felt about myself. And I've made it my mission to help women not feel that way, to feel their value and their confidence and trust themselves and recognize their self-worth and all of this. And, and without that experience to feel what it feels like to be in some of the lowest points in your life, I don't feel like I could really speak to that as authentically as I can. So that was a big experience in my life. And then from there, one of the things that actually helped me overcome that was building my own business. Yeah. And so it, it gave me something else to focus on and think about and to try to create value in the world that was for someone else and not just for me. And it was, yeah, it helped me to overcome that a lot. And so that's why I think I love the melding the women in business and like finding their confidence and their clarity to start their business and create that value in the world is like, that's like sort of melded the two for me. Um, so yeah, so fast forward, I started this first business and it was stemming from my experience as a makeup artist and a roadie. <laughs> I did a lot of um, working concert. Yes. Yeah, I did a lot of working concert production. And so I wanted to make a little bag that you could wear on your hips, so you could be hands-free, you wouldn't have to carry all of your stuff, like it would just like be there, you could have your phone and whatever else you needed. So I started this company and it just like wasn't fulfilling me in the way I wanted it to. And so I tried a handful of other things. I ended up with a natural skincare line and it sort of was the same thing. I 
I learned so much, I loved what I did, but it didn't really pull me in and fulfill me. It made me happy, but didn't fulfill me. And I feel like those are very different things. So I really wanted something that fulfilled me. And I felt like I was so confused about why I couldn't just like find my thing. And I was expecting the fireworks and like, you know, cause that's, I think what a lot of people expect yeah. is when you find your thing, there's going to be like a lightning bolt that hits you and you're like, this is my calling in life. Like this is my purpose. And that's what I'm supposed to do. And it's like, it's not like that. Yeah. And so me discovering coaching was sort of just this, I, so I went to find out more what was wrong with me, what I felt was wrong with me. And so I found this coaching program and I was like, I'm just going to take it so that I can help myself. Like I can coach myself from here on out. And in doing that, I was like, okay, like this just feels, it sounds so cheesy, but it just felt like home. It felt so comfortable. It wasn't the fireworks moment. It wasn't like this crazy light bulb thing. It was just like, it felt like it was just a part of me that I should have been doing all along. And so, yeah, that is sort of the quick version of how I got to coaching. Wow, yeah. we actually did the five-minute version. Yeah, that was yeah, really cool. Yeah. I, I would say that this is, this is so cool why we even do this show and why we even podcast because we get to record these types of conversations and I get to play them back and listen to them all day mm -hmm. long because um, you and I share very, very similar stories in that why we got into coaching was because we were kind of trying to start to fix ourselves before applying it to other people, mm -hmm. but we learned so many great aspects and it turned around into this opportunity to teach what mm -hmm. we've learned. And that's, totally. that's usually what we become is um, when people authentic, authentically learn something of a challenge or something very, very difficult, it then turns us into educators and mentors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We all of a sudden have our experience yeah, totally. to provide, to aid those who are looking for help. So that's amazing. Yeah, and I think one of the things that really got me excited about coaching and helping other people was with all of my other businesses I had started. And like, I've started like 700 in my, in my mind. Like, I'm a serial business starter. Um, but like, yeah. So one of the things that I realized though is having the mindset I hadn't been doing that before. I'd been looking for everything outside of me, like the right strategy and the right way to market. And the, like everything outside was, I was trying to build that first. And so then when coaching came around and I realized that like, it's all about me and my mindset and my confidence in myself that is going to really build this, then I was like, everyone needs to know this. Everyone needs to just like stop with the funnels, stop with the strategy, like no more and focus on you and your confidence and your clarity and what you're trying to accomplish. And then like the rest will just come. And so understanding that for myself, I was like, everyone has to know. Yes. I've got to tell the world. So That's amazing. Yeah. I, I've been to probably way too many mastermind events all over the world. And um, the ones that I appreciated the most were the ones that focused on basically removing or identifying or even acknowledging the baggage that you carry around that's preventing you from being a great salesperson mm -hmm. or being a great business owner mm -hmm. or being a great ceo or even just an employee uh, all the way down to the janitor there are things that we take along with us that we need to either let go forgive or get proper help from mm -hmm. in order to develop ourselves into someone who can be a high producer or at least achieve the aspirations we dreamt of. Yeah. Because as children, we have the highest aspirations. We could do the coolest things with the little Tonka trucks that we were flying off the table mm -hmm. because it was 
possible to us in our minds, but now we've become realists. We've yeah. become, uh, uh, we, we believe in glass ceilings, even though we don't say them out loud. There's just so many things, but yeah. how would you say that that experience has shaped your life, not just in becoming a coach, but as a mother, as a family, as a, as a, as a woman, um, and let's call it a women uh, empowerment coach of, of sorts mm -hmm. as well, because that's that's kind of your target market as well. Yeah. But how has that experience shaped you to be all of the above? So I think that, well, that whole experience, like the the eating disorder and the self doubt and mm -hmm. all of those um, all of those feelings, I think, just coming from that place, I'm I think I've always been empathetic, but really understanding that there's so much more to people than it seems at the surface and that has helped me raising my kids especially I have a daughter I have a son and a daughter and I am so aware of the things that I tell them even now like because I I recognize in just like the way that we teach our kids and the way that we talk to them it's like we, we put our own expectations on them right. and our own assumptions and our own like drama and everything on them. And, and then there's like the flip side where we try to build them up so much. And it's like, you're so amazing. You're like so super special. And like, you can do nothing wrong. And it's like, that's, I think, just as detrimental. It's like, you have to give someone this like, it's like the growth mindset, right? Like right. really instilling this growth mindset in that you are capable of doing anything. You have to work for it and you have to put forth the effort. And I, I've seen that in my own life, in my own experience with building this, like my handful of businesses, yeah. that it's like, you have to just keep trying and you really can do anything that you want to do. And I mean, that sounds so cheesy, right? But it's true, and like, in the way that I parent, I just am so much more aware of the things that I'm telling them, and how, how do I say this? Like, it's not so much about the conventional, like, get an A in school, right. do this the right way, there's like, a, you know, all of those things that, that are placed in front of us to do a certain way, right. in order to succeed, now I've realized that my success was not conventional at all. And that the, the way that now I've got to where I am, it's just like trying and believing in myself and trusting my gut and all of those things. And so I feel like I just show up completely differently as a parent than I maybe would have if I had experienced this for us. Well, I'd say too, to match that is uh, opposite to failure is succeeding mm -hmm. you cannot live without the other mm -hmm. you need that and there needs to be a, a a particular strategy if anything to help people fail good mm -hmm. in, in good ways um, yeah. to teach them to make it a process worth experiencing mm -hmm. most failures today we all it, it a failure today ruins an entire week mm -hmm. or a month or a year or decades or even centuries mm -hmm. okay but, but people have to learn to take the, the good out of the, the failure and learning to walk away from it. And it sounds like that became part of your story. It sounds like mm -hmm. that failure was the one thing that allowed you to recognize the imperfections, but the beauty inside of you that allowed you to be, become what you have as well as what you are becoming. And then turn it around and teach children. Totally. Nonetheless, other coaches 
or and uh, another business professional. Yeah, totally. Well, I know that today we wanted to talk about a particular knowledge piece, but before we get into that, I want to say, and I feel confident asking you this because I know that you're you're there in your business and you're there in your life. If we can take a vulnerable trip back to that young girl, mm -hmm. um, what's the first step of advice you would offer to her? Now, where there is the dig deep, there's the you can make it through it, there's the realization and mindset. Mm -hmm. What's the first step to get there? What's the girl in your past need to know? What's that first step? Um, do you mean like someone who is in my experience to now being where I am now? Absolutely. Um, I would say it's probably through a lot, but the biggest step I would say is just stop. This sounds like easier said than done, sure, right? Sure. But stop overthinking and just start doing because every single thing when I started to overthink what I looked like or what other people thought or like any any of that kind of stuff, any of the, any of the self doubt where you overthink what this means about me, what it means, what someone else thinks about me, it's like it freezes you. It takes you, it takes all of your power away and then you stop being able to actually move forward. And I mean, that's that still seems sort of mindset, right? Like you can't just be like, well, go to a library and find this book and you know whatever but it is a little bit of that like feel the fear and just do it anyway and that's a motto that i have lived by since i read that book it's just like have you ever read that book feel the fear and do it anyway i get to read that well, you caught me on the air i have not read it's that one yet. so good you have feel to read fear. it feel the fear and do it anyway um but that is it's just like you will never overcome the fear you will never overcome the fear of judgment, of failure, of any of those things, but it's learning how to just deal with them and move forward anyway. And that is, that's a huge piece of advice that I would give someone who's in that moment of self-doubt and being very critical of themselves. It's just like, you will not overcome the fear, you just have to do it. So. Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily an actionable step so much, but I think it is, and I think to to um, tailor off of that is the the step in itself could also be described as look inward first mm -hmm. before you look outward. Totally. Because, and I love that you brought that up because as you were saying that, you know, the influences of other people, their opinions, their thoughts, what they say about you, or just what you perceive they're thinking or saying mm -hmm. about you. That's not just for little girls or, or for women or for um, uh, teenage um, girls. This is for men too. This, mm -hmm. is, this is for everybody yeah. because we all face that. Totally. That is, that is an amazing first step. Yeah. So get outside of your head, mm -hmm. but look inward yeah. and realize that it's not real. No. None of it is. Yeah. And I think the thing that also is a huge epiphany for me and I think for most people, it's like you're going to get judged no matter what. Absolutely. Like, you not posting on Instagram, you not posting on Facebook, you not going to a networking event, like someone can have a judgment about that no matter what. So like, why don't you just live the life you want to live? Because you're probably going to get judged anyway, <laughs> you know, because a judgment really is just someone's opinion. And so someone's going to have a, an opinion about every single thing that you do. So like, who cares? Yeah. 
Nice to meet you. Boom. That is pure knowledge shared by <laughs> Coach Lindsey Strong on our Circle of Knowledge podcast. Lindsey, there was something that you came to um, the show today to talk about, but before um, we get into that, I want our listeners to get a little bit more into who you are, um, the kind of coaching that you provide, and uh, what it is that they would gain from you if they were to hire you as your coach or as their, men- as your men- as their mentor. And um, some of the things that you're working on right now to yeah. to to help people. Yeah. So I work with women mostly um, who are ready to start their business or in the first stages of starting a business. And which is a sorry to interrupt you, yeah, but no, it's, you're good. it is a little over 45% of our listeners. Yeah. Womenpreneurs. Then women, listen. Listen. Okay. Listen up. <laughs> yeah. So it's really helping them get their mindset right. So I have four pillars that I work with. It's clarity, belief confidence and action and so what we start with is really getting clear on what you want to achieve what it is who you're targeting who you're talking to and it's it's fascinating to me how many women want to start a business but don't actually even know what they believe it's like they don't know their actual feelings about so like i for for example a coach they might come to me and say, I want to grow my coaching business and I want to help people with weight loss, but they don't actually even know their opinions on weight loss. They'll be like, I kind of feel like someone should lose weight, but not really unless they need to, but kind of for only for this, but not, and it's like, you're not even clear about what you want to help someone with. How is that person going to understand? So clarity is huge, not only for what you want to achieve, your goals you want to set for yourself, but like your actual message and your business itself. So we work on that and then we work on all of your beliefs because that brings up a lot of stuff. The second that you say, I want to make $100,000 in my business, all of the doubt starts to come up because when it's just pretend and you're like, I have this fun business idea and you're like, and then I'm going to make $4 million and it's going to be awesome. It's like none of those limiting beliefs come up because you aren't really accepting that as a reality. And the second that you do, your brain's like, no, 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 that's a really terrible idea. And this is why, let me list them all for you. And so when all those beliefs start to come up, we work through all of that. And then it's really building on that, the confidence in what you have to offer, the value you have to offer, how you can really help change someone's life, and then the actionable stuff. So it's like getting out there and actually doing what you say do. I love it. I I have also found um, in the coaching industry and with the people I've worked with, the, the, it's just the revolving thing that people say, this is what they want. But when you actually have them write down and commit to what they want, they have trouble writing. Mm -hmm. They have trouble committing to that because they actually do not know what it is they want. Yeah. And sometimes they have to expand their horizons to know that it's either a capable thing for them or it's something that they actually didn't want in the first place. Yeah. I love that is the uh, the concept especially having the clarity yeah because if you have that clarity then you know the direction you head and i think that just builds on your four pillars mm-hmm. clarity belief confidence and action mm-hmm. so that yeah. is thanks yeah and uh, um so you work with women right now who who need to gain that that direction um mm-hmm. so that they can use their businesses to fulfill the dreams and aspirations that they want yeah um what do you find that most women what is usually the first hiccup oh The first hiccup I would say is their ability to make money is a huge one. And is it a confidence thing or is it just um, lack of training and sales? I think both. Okay. Because I think that so many people, women especially, I think men are taught 
from a very early age, like, you know, you bring home the money, you go out and, you know, you have to sell, like, that's just a part of growing up, like, that's just expected of you. And so for women, when they think of sales, they're like, one, I don't really even know what that entails, and two, I'm like, I don't want to sell, that's, ah, that's icky, and like, that sounds weird, it sounds like I'm manipulating somebody. And there, so there's a lot of mind drama around sales specifically. And another one about their ability to make money because I noticed that a lot of women tie their ability to make money to their self-worth. Like their value of their product, they take it very seriously as the value of themselves. And so it's untying those two and realizing that they're not the same. Like even when it's a service, you're providing a service, like coaching, it's so personal. Even when you're providing that service, it still is not you. If someone says, no, I don't see the value in coaching, or like, I don't see the value in the $4,000 or whatever that you want to charge, that has nothing to do with your value as a person. They just don't see the value in your offer. And that's, it's a very complicated, yeah. like untying of those two beliefs. But yeah, that's a huge one is their ability to make money. I, in a uh, recent coaching session with one of my salespersons, I, uh, I figured out that they had this icky feeling behind sales, mm -hmm. which was like, okay, why are you selling for us if you're at that feeling? Yeah. But we coached them through it and we came to the conclusion that they felt like they they wouldn't even need to buy the product if they didn't have a belief in it. And I had to ask them, what do you believe in our product? Yeah. And they had to work through that, which yeah. was very eye-opening for me as the coach saying, well, I hope my profits, my, my product's sellable. But totally. after working through that, we came to the conclusion that selling or being just a good business person who's selling on the go or just represents something that's worth obtaining by other people, mm -hmm. they had to learn to not try to sell, but they had to learn how to enroll people in the value behind what they were providing. Absolutely. And I think that that was just the paradigm switch that that person mm -hmm. needed to have. They're like, oh, I'm not selling anybody, I'm just enrolling them. As yeah. if I were advising them or showing them, you know, my opinion based on something that's great. Yeah. And so I found that to work for some people, but not yeah. all. Yeah, it is all about recognizing that selling is just offering value. Like even this book, like you're selling the book, but you're not really, you're selling the value that comes from it. And like, that could be life changing. And so is that book now worth $25? Yeah, it is because of the value it's providing. And I think so many people, Think like no but I'm just selling a book like what if someone doesn't see the value it's like you have to look at the benefit on the back end and not just that it's deeper you know and that's a I think that's awesome one. that you brought that up I, I think now that I've read the content of all four of these books I would say that um, the value I would have paid a hundred bucks each mm -hmm. for each of them because it's like wow that was so yeah. good yeah. there's so many attainable things okay uh, moving on to our next segment I love to talk with Lindsay about the mastermind topic that we were going to bring up for our listeners mm -hmm. and I'll let you introduce it but this was something that I have never had on the show before but we've had variations of this kind of particular uh, theme but I'm really excited to talk about Lindsay um, the knowledge that she wants to share with the world so what is that golden All nugget right. that you want to share with the world so there is no right and no wrong there are just different outcomes fascinating yes let's dive in right this. I know and I think this is something that people get they're like no 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 but like killing someone is wrong and like breaking the law is wrong and lying is wrong and all of the like debt is wrong like all of these things that people have these assumptions about and it's like 
while yes, the majority of us would argue something like killing someone is bad, well, what about the serial killer? He doesn't see that as wrong. Does he have a very significant, I would call a negative outcome? Yeah, I would say yes. But it's like there is no, there is no right or wrong. You just have a series of outcomes and some are more favorable than others. Yeah. And so taking it back to like the things normal, you know, we normally are dealing with in life. It's like, there's no right or wrong for what font you use on your website. There's no right or wrong for whether you choose to have a webinar as your lead magnet or a series of emails. Like there's no right or wrong. There just might be different outcomes that come from it. And then you find that information and you do what you will with it and maybe make another choice. And yeah, it's just, there's so much pressure to make the right choice. And when you realize that that doesn't exist, it's like, yeah, mind blown. Yeah. Well, it's a complete paradigm switch because now what we're telling our listeners is whether you agree or disagree with this concept, there is no right or wrong. Right. There's just, if you choose to believe this or you choose to live a life that is built on that particular value system, mm -hmm. there's this particular outcome right. associated with that. And usually favorable because you now put in priority the values and the outcomes, mm -hmm. which is something that we talk about so much on the show. Yeah. The outcome of your intentions, the outcome of your life, the outcome of your dreams is exactly what we're all heading towards. Mm -hmm. But what is it worth? Yeah. What is the value behind it? Well, it depends on the process. Yeah. It depends on what we're working towards and how we do it. But I think that that principle that, you know, only outcomes define the value behind what we do. And now there's this, there's this law that we call the law of outcomes. And uh, this might be taking you more off track than you wanted to um, and, and feel free to jump in about it or completely take some different direction. But the law of outcomes is that uh, outcomes are a series of processes. So if you change your process, you change your outcome. Mm -hmm. If you change your systems, you change your outcomes, right? Mm -hmm. So the law of outcomes is essentially outcomes will always be outcomes as long as the processes are the processes. Mm -hmm. And if the processes are the same, you'll always get what you always got. Mm -hmm. So if you want a series of outcomes that are different, better, greater, astronomical, amazing, mm -hmm. you change your process. Yeah. Would you, what are your thoughts on that? Or is that kind of the direction you wanted to go? Or did you want to go kind of in a different direction? No, I totally agree with that. It's like, if you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. That, that concept, it's like, then you decide if you keep getting what you're getting to make a different choice and change your outcome. And I, yeah, I mean, I think it could, it's as minuscule and as grand as you want it to be, right? That like, there's no right or wrong. You just do something and you get an act, you get a, an outcome from it. And then you like, that's the thing that I think people get so caught up in is that if I make this choice, I'm stuck with it. Yes. And it's like, no, you're not stuck with it. There's still another choice to be made to decide to do it differently and get a different outcome. And it's like, my husband and I were talking about this the other day, how every single thing in life is just a choice. It's just one choice that you're making. Like I'm choosing to sit here right now. I'm choosing to look at you. I'm choosing to look at the screen. Like it, you can break it down that small. Every single thing you do is a choice. And so when you realize that every, your entire life is just choices that build on each other, it's like there is no one thing that you have to put so much pressure on to get it right and do the thing. It's like, well, then you just make a series of choices after. Yeah. That's it. I love that. Uh, a great book I read is called The Power of Habit. 
But at the end of that book, I realized that it wasn't just habits, because habits are developed, but what are habits? Mm -hmm. Choices. <laughs> oh my goodness. So there we go. We've just yeah. illuminated an entire world yeah. for you guys. back to what you originally said. I feel like my comment took us down a rabbit hole. Let's go back to the, the main cavern and let's talk about the details people care about a little too much when mm -hmm. building their business. Yes. Now there's a mindset behind everything that needs to help them have success. But when we're focused on the wrong outcomes, mm -hmm. we get the wrong results, right? Yeah. So let's talk more about what people and you women who are listening to this, Focus on what's important. Now, Lindsay, what do you think is some of the most important aspects, mindset and details that go into when you're building your business or making the business successful or earning the extra or whatever it might be? Yeah. Well, so when you get too caught up in all of the little things, like the right, the right font, the right marketing funnel the right all of these things like i have to do it the right way it paralyzes you you don't do anything and so that's why i'm so big on first of all just getting clear on what it is you want understanding your beliefs and building your confidence because then your action becomes actual action you're not trying to take action from a place of like i'm not really sure i don't really know what i'm trying to accomplish it's like if you got in a car and you're like i need to go to new york and i'm just gonna start driving and like hope i make it there it's like without any of the foundation you're just gonna be trying to throw things at the wall and hoping that it sticks but like nothing will stick because you don't have the actual belief to do it and the other thing is that i've noticed is a huge issue for people when they try to start doing all of the marketing and all of the strategy and stuff outside of them before they work on themselves it's like you will not even get to the point to record your webinar if you don't believe that someone's going to even watch it or believe in your ability to speak clearly or like get your message across or any of that and so you're sabotaging yourself from the very beginning and so don't try to jump ahead and take action before you understand that you are capable of taking action i think that that is the most important it's like start moving in the direction of where you want to go but don't ignore all of the stuff that comes up as you go does that make sense absolutely okay and i think our, i think you described it perfectly for our listeners i think that a lot of us get paralyzed with the analysis of what details need to be but even before that we were raised, and, and this isn't one of those millennial discussions about, oh, my parents ruined me. But yeah. this, is, this is a millennial discussion about, we were raised to feel like we could be victorious at anything, that we were great already, that we didn't have to necessarily work hard for something. But you can't have an outcome that's as victorious as you dreamt it without putting in the work and the time and the details. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, don't don't say I'm going to do a webinar and there's going to be a thousand people on there and expect there right. to be a thousand people yeah. on there. You've got to have practice and, and, and creation and campaign attack and strategy behind everything you do mm -hmm. to build up to that. But the evaluation should be, is that the best use of my time? Is yeah. that the detail I need to use to grow my business, to mm -hmm. make more revenue, to get people into my funnel, whatever it might be. Yeah. What it is that I need to focus on most is having the most success with myself Okay, so that, that 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 actually helped me. And now that I'm thinking this through, I'm like, wow, okay, that actually made sense. So yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. Oh, you're, Incredible. You're so welcome.
awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I think also a concept our our listeners, <clears throat> excuse me, our listeners need to know and to consider is don't get ahead of yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. you need to you need to focus on the processes that lead to the desired outcome. Totally. When we get ahead of ourselves, we start assuming that the outcome will be, <clears throat> excuse me, exactly what it is that we hope for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that we need to set ourselves up and creating really good evaluation systems or, totally. or um, let's call it feedback per se in the world of communication. Mm-hmm. Feedback is the best way for us to realize what it is that we need to do in order to get to step C. Mm-hmm. I think people are like, I wanna make a million dollars. And then they expect that they'll just start doing the work and then they'll make a million dollars. And it's like, then when you bring up the thought, okay, well, but maybe just make your first sale first. It's like, no, no, that's too small. And it's like, that's the way to a million dollars. Like you have to make your first sale. You can't bypass that and just all of a sudden have a million dollars. It just doesn't work that way. And people are caught up in the big picture and then forget about all of the little things that you have to do along the way. And it's like the, where was I just gonna go with this? I had a thought, it will come back, but yeah. I'll jump in. I love that you said that. So in my book, mm-hmm. which is gonna be released on X date and okay. Y time, um, in my book, I, I outline the difference between dreams and visions. Mm-hmm. Now the dream is the outcome, it's the desire, right? Mm-hmm. But the vision, think of a, a, um, a horizon in the, in, the, in the very, very far end of your vision, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this road, and you know, when you look at a road, when you're standing in the middle of a road, you watch the straight road go down towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of cones, it yeah. kind of comes in like an arrow. Uh, and, and basically when you look at that, arrow, that is your vision. You can see every single um, road line, the, the middle of the road line, mm-hmm. um, to the point to which there is no visual scene, right? You see everything on your left, everything on your right, and you see everything in between you and the end desired location or the end desired result. And I tell people that the vision is being able to see everything that it takes to get there. I can't tell you from the beginning how many steps it's gonna to take to get to that horizon, right. but I know it's a lot, and I know that there's gonna be a lot of stuff on my left and my right, and things that are going to have to endure to get to the end vision. So the vision is identical to the dream in that it's actually illuminating the process and the journey between. Mm-hmm. The dream is the outcome. So yes. I was thinking about that when you said that because a lot of people need to remember that there is an in-between process that mm-hmm. has to fulfill the end result. Yeah, and I think too many people get caught up in the outcome too before they realize that you can't guarantee a certain outcome. No matter what you do, unless it's you being responsible for you, that's really the only time that you can know that you're going to, and you know, still that's like subjective, but that you can know that you're going to get a certain result. When anybody else is involved, you don't know that for sure. And so I like to, when we're talking about something in the future, I like to ask people if their thoughts are creating an emotion that drives them forward. And if they want to take a, you know, what that emotion makes them want to do, an action. And then it's not what result you'll get from that, but more like, does that action serve you? Because if that action serves you, it keeps you moving forward, but it's not putting this result like, well, if I feel this way and do this thing, I will get this result. So you can't really know that for sure. All you can know is, is it serving me and moving me forward? And that's it. That's pure gold. That is absolute gold. I, uh, I think that there's so much more depth that we could get into about this. And I think that there's some 
really important pieces, but for our listeners to understand and take some walk away tangible information that they can apply into their lives, I'd like to issue a challenge. And maybe mm-hmm. as we're talking about this, let's think of a really great challenge to share with our listeners. What's one thing that they can do to have more clarity, more belief, and more confidence in action? Other than, you know, of course, calling up, you know, um, yeah. Coach Strong here and then getting on the phone and asking her to be your coach. But what's one step people can take in their business? And this is for both men and women that they can then, you know, overcome the the fear of selling or the fear of whatever it is, mm-hmm. identify the end result, and I and I also simultaneously identify the process to which to get there. What's yeah. a what's a good way? Because I think you just described how to goal set properly. What's a good way to take an action, or what's a challenge we can issue to our listeners based on the stuff we've talked about? Um, so something that I like to do with my clients is to have them write everything down that they're deciding, because everyone's like. I have this, I need to decide if I should do Wix or Squarespace. I need to do like so so many decisions that you're making. Like, should I coach women or men? Should I coach business or life? Like all of these things that are decisions that are just, they're indulging in. They're just living in this place where if you're waiting to make a decision, you don't actually have to take the action, but it allows you to feel like you're making progress. So you're, you're like, okay, yeah, we're doing it. It's fine. Like, look, we're an entrepreneur. Like we have all of these <laughs> business decisions to make, but like you aren't taking any action. So I have them write down everything that they are deciding, like everything that they need to make a choice on and then give themselves a, a day that they have to choose it. Like this is the day I have to have made my decision. And some of them will be like tomorrow, some will be bigger ones that maybe take a week, you know, depending on the, on the choice, on the decision you have to make. But so make a decision, give or make a list with all of your decisions, make a goal date that you have to choose it by, and then make two lists for each choice. And one is what are some, some things that I could I don't want to say positive, but what are things that are not pros and cons? Why do I, I like, I say this all the time, but of course I'm forgetting the, the actual word, but um, <clears throat> things that may basically are uh, going to move me forward or things that are going to, for lack of a better word, I'll just go with negative and positive. So what are some positive things that could come from this and negative things that could come from this? And so your positive things and your negative things aren't necessarily pros and cons but it's more realizing that there are outcomes that could happen from every single choice that you make right. and there's not one thing that is like all of this is rainbows and sunshine and that's the thing I should do because there are no negative outcomes that could ever come from it and so realizing that any choice you make there might be something negative and if you recognize that and let yourself see that it takes away the power of the wrong choice. You're like, no matter what, there will be some good and some bad that comes from it. And so now I'll just like, just do it. So yeah, you take away the decision's power. I Okay, that is so clear because a lot of what our listeners are gonna do is they're gonna create two lists and they're gonna go on to Facebook and they're gonna say, hey, what would you prefer? Mm -hmm. And they wait for a response to tell them, what did the majority of the people say? Who said what? And what are the people? They're gonna let those influence us. But really, if we've learned anything today from Lindsay, 
is there is no right or wrong. Mm -hmm. There is. There's no. There's, there's not. There's no. not. And I love that you've created the positive versus negative, even if that's not the right word to want to use, but the positive versus negative is there might be negative outcomes from the positive choices as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It all depends on the outcomes that we've created right. based on the choices we've made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. That is pure gold. For everyone listening to us, this is an incredible concept. To talk more about this, to get on the show with us or to hang out and, and continue this conversation, we'd love for you to reach out to the Circle of Knowledge. You can reach out to me, John, J-O-N, at AmplifiedMinds.com, or Lindsay, how can they get a hold of you and how would they like, how would you like them to reach out to you? Um, so you can find me at lindsaystrong.co, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, strong like muscles, .co, um, or on Instagram, and it, my I'm at the Lindsay Strong. So either way, that's where you'll find me. That is awesome. Yeah. And uh, um, in particular, is there any way that people should immediately reach out? Is there a keyword or a phrase or even just something you'd like for them to reach out to you to so you can continue the conversation with them? Um, no. Okay. You can just say, hey, I want to chat, and I'll say, cool, let's cool. do it. <laughs> awesome. And if, you, and if you chat with her and you say, we heard your episode on the circle of knowledge, you can mention this concept and, um, you know, just know that there is no right or wrong way to reach out to there her. There is no right or wrong way. <laughs> there are only outcomes, and Lindsay is great about getting back to you. Yes. Um, if you're interested in her coaching aspect, she is working on a few projects and I don't want to cut down the ribbon just yet or open no, up the back door to Oz, but um, there are some things that Lindsay's working on, including some seminars or, or events for women as well mm -hmm. as group coaching sessions. Um, I believe you're also working on a podcast, which will keep yes. hush hush for a little bit, but watch out on Instagram and for her website because yes. we'll launch that and tell you more about it, which we will obviously, listeners, we will promote so that you will know when it comes out, but something that we're actively working on with Lindsay. And yes. Are there any other ways that we uh, should encourage or should reach out to you or no? Nope. That's great. You'll find me. I'm, I'm there. Awesome. I'll answer. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on the show, Lindsay. Yeah, this has been you. incredible. Um, we have had several people on our show in the coaching industry who, who have this, this uh, tailored content to both men and women, but has been a really great tailored um, message for our women listeners. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's incredible. And I appreciate that because um, both our, our listeners are a lot of uh, mom, mompreneurs, I call them. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of uh, nine to fivers who are stuck in their job that they hate. And there are a lot of people out there who are just feeling like they need something more than the, the normal the status quo. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the message that you shared with them today is absolutely imperable to the mindset development that they need to have in order to find business success. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody listening, connect with Lindsay Strong on Instagram. Um, go visit her website and we're so grateful for you being on the show. We'd love to have you back. So come back as often as you can. Yeah. All the time. I'm back. And thank you for being a member of the community of achievers. This is John Kowars Jr. signing out with Coach Lindsay Strong, badass mindset businesswoman, and uh, we're going to be helping you very, very shortly. All right. Nice. Awesome. Hey, this is John with Amplified Minds. Thanks again for listening to the show. We really hope you enjoyed the Circle of Knowledge podcast.
If you like the Circle of Knowledge podcast, go ahead, subscribe, rate us, and if you give us a five-star review, we promise to give you a personal shout-out here on the air. Just watch us. You can also engage with us a little bit more through social media. On any channel, you can just find us at Amplified Minds. To learn more about Amplified Minds, go to our website at AmplifiedMinds.com. That's A-M-P-L-I-F-I-E-D-M-I-N-D-S dot com. Through our website, you can join any one of our mastermind groups from anywhere in the world. In the mastermind groups, you and other members of the community of achievers can mastermind and talk about all of your aspirations, your dreams, your goals, and even the challenges you face, whether you're a business owner or an entrepreneur or anything else you can achieve your goals through a mastermind group. You should also check out the Amplified Minds Accountability Program, where you can gain access to a one-on-one personal accountability coach, somebody who will contact you weekly and motivate you, hold you accountable, follow up, and give you the proper resources that will help you to go out and achieve all your goals. Hey, shout out to all you coaches, speakers, mentors, you know, the superheroes of the world, we have the perfect program for you and your audiences. We have the capabilities of setting your audience and communities up in private mastermind groups and assign them a one-on-one personal accountability coach where they can help your people achieve the things that they're working towards tailored to your programs. For more information about this, go ahead and send me an email at john, that's J-O-N, at amplifiedminds.com. I look forward to hearing from you.